Welcome to the My Baby Craniosacral Podcast, where I share stories of the babies I've treated, tips for professionals and parents, and demystify this magical healing modality. I'm Megan Beams, your baby bodywork mentor, and I'm obsessed with all things birth, psychology, healing, and plain old being a human. Join me while I dig deep into craniosacral therapy. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss a thing. Hello, and welcome back to the My Baby Craniosacral podcast. I am Megan, and I'm very happy that you're here. I also want to say thank you to the people who have been graciously sending me messages about how they enjoy listening to this podcast. So thank you, because every message I get just makes it that much easier to put these things together. So that just puts some more fire under my bum bum so that I can get on to the next episode. So I'm here, I'm ready. And today what I want to do is I want to share with you my story of, you know, how I opened my practice and what it was like when I first started out. So by now, if you've read through my posts and listened to some of my podcast episodes, you might have heard me mention that I have my own practice, right? I work from home in a very bright and airy treatment room. And it is separated from the rest of my house by two gorgeous glass French doors that I painstakingly sprayed frosting on to hide the fact that I have a family with little people (laughs) that still don't know how to put things away after they've played with them. And I know that I work mainly with families (laughs) with even littler people than I have who don't have even time to shower or do dishes or brush their teeth. So I know I don't have anything to worry about, but you know, whatever. Don't judge me. (laughs) Life's tough. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, so I've been building this business of mine for three and a half years. Yes, I add the half and that's because like every day is a victory and I'm all about owning my wins. Okay. Each and every one of my wins, they're mine. I love them. And when I started out, I was doing home visits because my treatment room that I was just talking to you about was uh, still under construction and the bathroom door was actually just off of my kitchen. So people would have to like walk through my house and see my messy house. And I really didn't want to do that. I didn't want them to see the real me. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I chose to do home visits. And for a time, it was really, really great. I loved it. I love going into other people's homes and seeing how they live. (laughs) You know, messiness, pictures, like whatever. I don't care. And I know it's strange that I'm like, I love seeing how they live, but I don't want them to see how I live. (laughs) I haven't processed it yet, but I'm going to work on that later. (laughs) Anyway, when I was in my 20s, my early 20s, 21 and 22 to be exact, I was a hairdresser. And I lived in India for a couple of years. And to make money, I did the hair of expats and diplomats who had found my contact information, usually by word of mouth from other expats, diplomats. And and I would set up shop in whatever space that was provided for me. I got to see some really cool homes. I met amazingly well-traveled people. 
and I saw mind-blowing artifacts from all over the world. It was truly fantastic. I really loved it. And I did that for two years in New Delhi. And I don't know if you've ever been there, but this was back in the day when there wasn't Google Maps on your phone. You know, it. I had to like press a button a whole bunch of times to write out a word. <laughs> and you know how many times I got lost in New Delhi? Uh, I can't count, but um, they do not live on a grid there. And so I would get directions like, okay, turn left at this tomb, then right after the third roundabout, go past the market, and then turn right. And then when you reach that gate that's just after this big bunch of trees, ask the guard to tell you where house number 3322 is. Okay, call me if you need any help. Uh, I need help. (laughs) I would always get lost. And all this was with a driver that didn't know English very well. (sighs) Those were the days. Mm, To be 22 again. (laughs) So my nostalgia is getting me off track. All of that was to say that I felt very comfortable driving around the city and going into people's homes to offer them this beautiful service of craniosacral therapy for their babies. And this meant that they didn't have to pack up their diaper bag, get their baby ready, then have the baby poop in the car seat when they are walking out the door, then changing them and changing their clothes, getting back in the car seat, driving 45 minutes to my house, and then have the appointment and then have to drive all the way back home with a screaming baby. And because I'm a registered massage therapist, this service was partially or even fully covered by their benefits through their work insurance. So this was really great for them. But as the months went by and my treatment room renos were completed, I started adding more appointments at my home office. And I love working from home. I don't know about you, but I just love it. (laughs) And my schedule was really starting to fill up. I had been doing this for over a year, and I was really building up my referral sources, and people were really getting to know my baby craniosacral in Toronto. And I was starting to get a one-week wait list. And at that point, I didn't have any defined schedule for the five days of the week, and I would just drive around um, the city, and then sometimes in the middle, I would have a home office visit you know, at my house. So I'd have to drive back to my house, do the visit, then drive to somewhere else in the city. And it was just getting to be too much. So I stopped doing home visits out of a certain radius to my house. And since I was driving less between clients, I was able to take on more babies. I was seeing 10 to 15 babies a week between home visits and my office. And it was so great. But then what happened? Can you guess? Yeah, you guessed it. It was COVID. (laughs) Shut down. Stay home. Don't let anyone in your home. Right? And so I did that for three months. And I was actually able to reevaluate my business. And I decided I wasn't going to do home visits anymore. As soon as that initial lockdown was over, I reopened my doors and I was fully booked. Almost with like a two-week wait list. These families were struggling and they needed the help. And now for a solid year, I've been fully booked at my home office 
which is really great. I'm really happy about it, but I'm not doing a single home visit. And I'm seeing anywhere from 15 to 20 babies a week. Now, I only take clients on Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, because those are my clinic days. And I don't take a lunch because I just want to get in as many babies as I can. They need the help and I'm willing to give it, right? So that's what I'm doing. But what's happening now is that I have this wait list and I'm not able to see people for weeks and even months after they really need this help, you know? That's just too far in the future. They need the help now. They need the help yesterday. So I've come up with this plan, okay? I am going to hire people to work for my baby craniosacral in Toronto. And I am going to hire these people to provide that arm of the business that I'm not doing anymore. I want to have that option for families to receive this care in their homes again. I want that for people. And, and I have that. I know that the demand is there because people are still asking me if, if I'm willing to provide the service in their home. So I've decided that it's time for me to grow this business. And I really want that to happen. I would love for anyone who's interested in this possible career opportunity to take a look at the website page that I've got up, the career opportunity website page on beamcst.com and have a look, see if it's something that you're interested in. Because if you take this training, this infant craniosacral therapy training with me and we feel like it would be a good fit for the team and the job itself seems like something that really aligns with your values and aligns with what you want to do with your career, I would love, love, love to talk to you about it. And if you're in the GTA or maybe you're thinking of moving to the GTA or something like that, please get in contact with me. I would love to discuss this further. My website, there is always, almost on every single page, there is a link to book a call with me. You can do that. It says book a call. (laughs) Very straightforward. And I would love to chat. I've really enjoyed the calls that I've had recently. People have been contacting me and just setting up a call just to talk about this this training program. And I'm getting people from all over. I've got some people from India, which is amazing. I've got people from all over the States and Canada. And it's been really great sharing this information and gathering information from people all over North America and, you know, further. (laughs) So yeah, I've got this career opportunity if you're interested. And Not only is it a career opportunity where you get hired into this thriving business, this business that would be feeding you babies day after day, you would also get a signing bonus. I understand the desire to work for this company. I I mean, if this was an opportunity put before me, I would snatch it up in a second. Anyway, so this job is definitely for people who have a designation or belong to a college and have licensure to touch. So that is one of the credentials that is necessary to work for my baby craniosacral. But you also have to be kind and gentle and loving and neutral, able to stay neutral, right? And and empathetic and really just believe in the work that you do and have a strong desire to help 
and to change the lives of these poor, innocent, easily influenced babies. I would love to talk to you. I know I've said that already. Please get in contact with me. And uh, and maybe we can even set you up to start this program in October. I've got another course starting October 18th. The registration deadline is October 4th. So I need two weeks before the course starts. So if you're in the States, I can send you the course manual. It's been taking a while for the postal service to get these manuals out to people. So I want them to be in your hands when you start this program just to make it really easy for you to understand the course materials. Again, October 4th is the deadline to register. It starts October 18th. The mandatory in-person dates are November 15th to the 18th. I made sure that this was not falling on the American Thanksgiving. So I'm doing that for you, my sweet American friends. I hope you've liked today's episode and I love sharing my history. So if you've got more questions, mm, I'm willing to share it. Okay, take care. Hey, before you go, my infant craniosacral level one course is open for enrollment. Whether you are a professional working with babies, you're looking to expand your current practice to include craniosacral, or helping babies and families is your passion, there's something in this course for you. Registration closes soon, so be sure to book a call with me to see if this course is your next best step. Follow the link in the show notes and I look forward to speaking with you.